super excited about today. I got a very special guest over here with, with me today and somebody that I'm very, very, um, I, I could say that I, you're one of the people that I admire the most. And I'm going to introduce Andrea uh, in a second um, a bit more. I'm going to let him introduce himself. We're doing another episode of the Social Marketing Hour here today. and But before I get into introducing Andrea, let me tell you a little story that I have told you, Andrea, before. Okay. And that is, um, I mentioned this story before, but I think it's important because there's people listening to this podcast, watching this video or whatever that, you know, a lot of people haven't had the pleasure of, of knowing you yet. But I am, you guys uh, know me as a marketing expert. I've been in the subject of marketing for many years at this point, but I have an origin. And I told you about my origin yeah. at some point in the past. Uh, Andrea and I happen to be um, members of the same church. And he's been doing seminars to our congregation on the subject of business and marketing and uh, spiritual and all these different subjects, helping the people, members of the church, uh, do better in life because it's it's quite special when we get to help each other. And um, I used to attend his seminars before I even knew I had any abilities. Uh, and I had my I, a, a key moment in my life was attending one of your seminars mm. uh, and um, understanding uh, your subject that you were covering. You were talking about marketing. You were talking about uh, individuals' potential and their ability to conquer the world and do better and accomplish their dreams and goals and all those things. And it was probably one of the highlights of my life. Like it electrified me. I remember being there uh, in that convention with my father next to me. And we were both like incredibly blown away by you. Uh, so again, uh, for me, it's a very special moment to have here Mr. Andrade Agustini with us today. Uh, he's somebody that has influenced my life. And along the way, he became a good friend of mine, one of my best friends in the world today. He's a genius marketer. He's an entrepreneur himself that has helped thousands of business owners to succeed, um, a lot more than I, for sure. And he's been doing this for longer than I have, way longer than me, uh, even before I even uh, dreamed about being a speaker. He was already talking to thousands of people. So again, we're here to talk about business. We're here to talk about marketing, but... It's quite special and an honor to have you here, Andrea. So why don't you... Oh, that was very touching. Thank you. Take a moment to introduce yourself and tell us about yourself a little. Um, well, I, I love to help. My name is Andrea Agostini. I'm from Italy, and um, I really like to help people. So that's what it motivates me. I really like to help people and do things that... I, I do believe entrepreneurs are the people that will bring a renaissance on this planet. So the money is just a scoreboard. But the truth is that as an entrepreneur, you have a mission, which is to advance society. And I think that what you do with marketing is, and what I do in, in marketing, and uh, I admire you so much, by the way, what you have accomplished, what you have created, it's so beautiful to watch. Every time, you know, it's beautiful when you have friends like, like Manuel and the relationship that we do have, because another person's successes are your successes. Like you, you rejoice about the fact that somebody is expanding so much. Right, and I, I don't know if the people here saw the creation that you have made uh, with Ultra Slim with these. Locations. Hopefully, hopefully, yeah, uh, it, it's it's amazing. It's beautiful. It's like ah, oh, that's an ideal scene, right? Um, and I like to, like Emmanuel, to create an opportunity for entrepreneurs to express their potential for innovation. There are many people that are amazing, but they can't unlock the amazingness. And I think that our job is to facilitate that. And the fact that we use Facebook ads or these is just the tool. That's right. Tomorrow there can be another platform or another technology and we would use whatever tool is available. But ultimately, it's unlocking that, that power, that communication potential that is in, uh, in real entrepreneurs. And you're a, a renaissance man and we try to have as customers other renaissance men. I like that. I like what you said about it's just a tool because it really is just a tool. If you don't have the fundamentals, if you don't have the basics of your mission, your goals, what you're trying to accomplish, your products, your services, none of these tools really do matter. They, these tools become important when you actually have these fundamentals in place. Yeah. Now, Andrea, you uh, historically, because I've seen you many, many times over the years delivering seminars, I can tell you that uh, I've seen a lot of speakers in my life. A lot of people influence others. I don't think I've seen many speakers that impact them at a level that you impact them. And I mean like 
it's such an incredible uh, understatement uh, that um, the condition of a person mentally and spiritually is so fundamental in a person's success in business that I have seen you lift people up and that opens up the door. Like, you know, you don't get to see this, but you see me here today, I needed to be lifted up. So somebody like me, when you don't have the luck fortune of being influenced by people like you, you don't get to see them accomplish their full potential, right? So my, my comment to you is, you have been talking about for many, many years that your purpose is to achieve a renaissance in men. Mm -hmm. Can you explain to us, men and women, what does it mean for you to achieve a renaissance? What are you trying to accomplish in people? And why do you feel that's gonna help them get closer towards their goals? And tell us a little bit about that. Mm. So, what I've observed in, in my trips, and I should do a little bit of, um, of an introduction to that. Um, when I left Italy in 2013, I sold my marketing firm in Italy. It was, uh, we were having a good rate of success, but I wanted to move on. And so we had Sephora, Lacoste, Pandora's customers, the, the jewelry, not the radio. Um, I sold it and moved to the United States, I took a year off. Then I didn't have a work permit to operate in the United States. So I became the vice president of a, of a firm, of an energy firm, beautiful people, amazing people. And I kept that hat until May 2021. I was, I was planning to complete the cycle after five years, but I stayed more because of the condition. Uh, 2020 was a bad time, right? Mm -hmm. So it wasn't uh, appropriate. In 2020... Why was it a, a bad time? 2020. Uh, you know... What happened weather, in the world? Weather. The weather, weather was, yeah. not a, was not good, right? Yeah. So too, too many tornadoes or too something, Too many right? tornadoes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Nothing happened, really. What a year, man. Woof. Very much so. Uh -huh. um, and I remember... Um, so then I moved on and I created this new thing that we're going to talk about in a moment. Um, but along the line, there was a point in time between 2015 and 2019, really, where I was thinking that what I wanted to do was to be a missioner. Like what I wanted to do in life was just uh, work to help people do better, but not for financial exchange. I wanted to do that as a mission. So I focused on that for a bit. I wanted to become the best at helping another. And in my trips, and I have done well over 1,200 seminars all over the world, from South Africa to Australia to Japan to you name it. 1,200 seminars. Just to be clear, everybody heard that. That's a lot. Put the numbers in place. It's, it's a lot of talks. It's quite a bit. It's a lot of talks. I cannot say that yet. Not even close. You, you haven't yet? Yeah, no, you have. no, not 1,200. No, man. No, no, no. I want to be like you when I grow up. <laughs> I'm still working on that. It's just quantity. It's yeah. really but here's the thing, like it's so incredible, right? What the impact that you create, it's like talking about creating a massive impact, building a legacy. You know, you talk to so many people like you don't get to see. Yeah, you sit down here with me, Andrea, and you see me and I'm telling you, man, you impacted me. All right. Yeah, when I sat down on that chair, you know how. I, and so I have a 41 year old life yeah. in this particular body. Me too. 41. Right. So there's there's a lot of things that I don't even think about or I recall. And yeah. there's a lot of special moments that stand out. I recall being on that seminar as if it was this morning. Wow. Just right then and there, like having realization about, uh, about myself, about life, coming out motivated, inspired. So you get to hear that from me. I'm sure you heard that, you know, people talk about you quite a bit. I've seen people compliment you and praise you, and I'm sure you heard about it over and over again. You. But you don't get to really see materialize as much. Rarely. Rarely, right? So it's it's quite powerful. It gives me goosebumps to think about because, you know, it's like the renaissance, right? Like, yeah. what's the definition of a renaissance? It was something wakes up, right? Like, it's starting afresh. Yeah, it's the, like The renaissance was a period of time where arts, technology, philosophy, they all blossomed at one time. It started in Tuscany. And it was the end of the Dark Ages. And it was really a change where real innovation advancement of the quality of life in society, and, but not just in terms of um, object, physical, uh, more food. No, it was also thinking in a different way about one another. And it was so contagious that it spread out and changed the way people were doing architecture. It changed the way people were thinking about the future and about life. And if you look at it, 
Um, at that point in time, nobility, which were the rich people that had a lot of material possession and so on, had the wherewithal to finance and support artists so they could dream a different future. They could create a different life, right? And, and that was their function in society. I do believe that that function today is the function of entrepreneurs. That's why it matters whether or not we help entrepreneurs to do extremely well. Is not so we have, I don't know, a lot of social media posts. That's whatever. But it's because if we increase the wealth and the potential of people that are enlightened, they can use that to further society. And we need a renaissance right now. We need a different way of thinking. Let's put it like that. Um, one of the things that I like about my fellow entrepreneurs, whether their business is similar to what I am doing or completely different, is to make them better. Because my philosophy is, if I make them better and they win today, they will then pull me up tomorrow. They're better than me today. But who cares? The game is that we are in it together. So they will pull me up tomorrow. And I do that inside of my businesses. Uh, I call it wow culture. So it's a beautiful thing. Uh, I do it when I, when I am working with people and I'm trying to help them. The idea is, how can I make this guy or this woman better than me? That's the key. If I can make you better and you win more, now, tomorrow, directly, indirectly, you will pull me up. And that's what we need to do in society. So that's the renaissance. We'll get back to your story in a second because we interrupted that because I've, I felt an excitement to mention that particular um, memory that I have because, you know, a lot of the success that you see in society starts with a renaissance. Yeah. An, an individual suddenly believing in himself literally wakes up right like in my case you know i come from a very dark background mm -hmm. you know a little bit of my story mm -hmm. drug addiction criminality a family that was completely broken parents that wanted to kill each other since i was eight years old they literally wanted to see each other dead um i might not, i might be exaggerating but i'm telling you it was rough yep. for many years yeah. and uh, i was the youngest of a family of four uh four kids all my siblings were in trouble yeah from i mean we're not going to get into that it was it was very dark for a long time very very dark i didn't really pay attention in school i didn't go to college i actually was good in tennis i was really good at it so i got an invitation to go to college uh, sponsor i didn't take advantage of that i did a year it was a disaster. My life was a complete and utter disaster. I understand. So how am I here today? I can tell you any of my friends watching this, they don't even understand themselves. They don't understand how I became more successful than probably all of them. Yeah. Maybe to an extent combined, right? Yeah. Like that all my friends that went through a system, went through a path. Yeah. The only thing that changed for me was my mindset. Yes. I got into the situation in which I said, I can make, wait a second, right? Yeah. So... Things that I did with my church, things that I did with you, for example, on, on that seminar that I recall as if it was yesterday, woke me up. And I said, wait a second, I can disagree with society. Yes. I can disagree with the system. Yes. I don't have to agree with uh, the fact that I'm supposed to be a loser because yeah. I didn't go through this particular set of rules in our system. Yes. I'm going to change things up. Now, how do I go about accomplishing success well let me look and let me start learning about this i'm going to learn about amazon let me learn about marketing let me learn about facebook and i started leveraging and looking for opportunities and that search for opportunities helped me discover opportunities yes and it was magical magical but for the first 32 years or so of my life i was in all possible ways a loser right across the board so suddenly in the nine not last nine years i built lot of success and I have hundreds of employees and uh, a lot of people that trust me and allow me to guide them and incredible growth and all those things yeah. why because I had a renaissance so it's that moment so anybody that's watching this right it's like it doesn't matter where you are at yeah. if you put your mind yourself spiritually in the correct state you can get yourself on the path. And I know you can talk about that a little bit more yourself, but I think it's such an important point because people get into 
disagreement, Andrea, about like, oh, well, it's just that the government is out to get us or the economy or Doesn't inflation matter. or Doesn't like matter. all these agreements about society mm -hmm. and they stop realizing, wait a second, I'm in control of what happens here. Yeah. Nobody else, no. not the wife, not the neighbor, not the government, nothing, right? So before we go back into your story, Andrea, what is the path to be able to accomplish this renaissance? I was lucky. I was fortunate, right? Like there's a quote that I use uh, on my seminars from a philosopher called Seneca. Mm -hmm. it says, what does it mean to get lucky? Preparation meets opportunity. Mm -hmm. right? Very true. So I was prepared. Yeah. I met opportunity and I was able to change mindsets and get myself on a path and implement a lot of the intelligence and a lot of the energy towards getting myself into a better condition. So anybody that is not winning at the level, I know nobody can advise them better than you, Andrea. They're not accomplishing their goals at the level that they know they can or they wish they could. Mm. How do they go about getting to a path of growth? What would you recommend to them? It's a beautiful topic. There are a couple of aspects that really influence that element. Um, one is an aspect that is connected to emotions and we can spend a word on it. The second is people that are surrounding you because that's very meaningful. Um, let's talk about the potential. So you do know for yourself, you do know your potential just between you and you, not your bank account, not the size of your car or whatever you with you. And that's called like that. That's the potential that you have there. And most people are confused because they wonder why this is not expressed. Why, why I don't see this Ferrari that I am, why doesn't, you know, uh, unlock the horsepower on the ground and they feel that they are spinning. Well, th the reason is that in most cases, um, one, they are playing too much with people that are not part of their team, of his own team, of the person's team. So um, in society, uh, they are called toxic people. Uh, we might call people that are a little bit suppressive toward your life and yourself. And that's one of the first things that you need to really determine. Because it doesn't matter what you do. If you have somebody that is stabbing you in the back every day, it doesn't matter what you do. You gonna, these guys want to see you fail. That's the purpose, that's the intention, whether you see it or not, that's the intention. So you need to look around and find, okay, who are my friends, who are not my friends? Who do I feel, up, who do I feel empowered? When I'm around this person, I feel empowered and feel winning. Okay, those are the people that you need to stay with. So first of all, be wary of who you have around. That's like number one. Number two, there is the concept of emotions. Haha, <laughs> and that's so interesting. And it's this. Imagine a person that is very, 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 very overweight, like super overweight. This person at a certain point, and I am sure you met somebody like that. You met the guy after a year, and he's skinny and he's in shape. And you're like, wow, that's pretty good. This guy was overweight here, and then he decided that he was not overweight anymore. He was this skinny guy, and he decided to be this skinny guy, not in two years. He decided to be that skinny guy right now. He noticed that that version of himself, the fat one, wasn't quite him. So he became the skinny guy right now, not because he was skinny, but because he was. And so he started to behave like the skinny guy, and over time, he changed the way he behaved. The skinny guy doesn't sit on the couch watching Netflix, eating donuts. He goes to the gym and eats veggies or does something different, right? So he became the skinny guy right now. He became successful right now. And he started to operate like that. The mistake is that people think that the moment they decide to be in a certain way, then everything should happen really quick. And he's incorrect. Imagine the guy that goes on a diet. In the beginning, will he have cravings? Hell yeah. Will he want to, will he be lack of energy? For sure. Will he have counter intentions on like, no, I don't want to go to the gym. Oh, I want to, I want to, I want to eat candies, right? Of course. All of it is ringing a bell right now. <laughs> oh my God. All of it, Andrea. <laughs> but, <laughs> but he needs to be that at that point in time and persist so that over time he then manifest that version of himself. And it's the same thing in being successful. You need to put yourself on a diet of appreciation and admiration with you. Not because it's true, but because you decided so. So you're like, say, wow, I'm amazing, I can win. 
And then you need to be disciplined enough to keep it like a diet. So very few people go on a success diet. They stay on the old diet expecting to become skinny. Or, or maybe the two or three days into it, they're like, oh, this oh, yeah, doesn't yeah, work. Yeah, yeah. yeah right? they're like, like, yeah, I'm going like, to go work out one day, they go work out another day, and then they bail because it's too hard. Yeah, the muscles are not there yet. Yeah, like, yeah, what they, happened? They it's been like, two and a half days, I am right? I'm not skinny. Yeah. Why, why yeah. I'm not skinny, right? And it's like, well, it doesn't work like that. And so that aspect of discipline in appreciating you when you want to be successful is key. You ain't going to be successful if you keep saying how bad you are, how, how you should be something else, you should be some... That's not the right approach. You should yeah. be that version and operate like that version. Wow. Day one. That's really powerful. So if you guys think about an analogy that he just described right now, somebody that goes to the gym, yeah. they're doing something that we call reps, right? It's repetitions. In order for, for that person to build muscle, they know they need repetitions. And maybe it's like 30 repetitions of a certain exercise every single day. And the next day is another 30. And the next day is another 30. And it's, they say that it's a good six months of doing it every single day. Yeah. And I know I've seen you work out. I've seen you without a shirt. I know your body, right? Yeah. Uh, because we, we have hung out together quite a bit. That's true. So I know that you have a work ethic with your body too. Is it, is it real to say that somebody that if you want to grow muscles, you got to do it for six good months without looking in the mirror and wondering what the heck is going on? Yep. So how would that be different if you want to accomplish success? It's not. it's not, right? So every single day when you get yourself on a path to make your body stronger, it's no different than every single day getting yourself on a path to succeed financially, emotionally, in business, in a group or whatever. It is a repetition of that path that's going to take you there. Yeah. And it has to be done every day. Yeah. I can tell you that I have succeeded with that path. I have repeated my actions every day for a long time. And sometimes I, have done, I haven't done that with the body though. Like I need to, <laughs> I need to do that with the body. All right. I got you. Yeah. So I, I got you. but, but uh, emotionally, Yeah. I got myself there. Yeah, I, I know my it. power. Yes. You saw me accomplish it. Yes. You and I sat down uh, together maybe, wow, Andrea, it was somewhere about five years ago, six years ago. Six years ago. Six years ago. You're talking outside. Uh, yeah. At the, at the, we yeah. sat down outside uh, a cruise, yep. right? And we talked about business and yeah. we talked about all these ideas. Yeah. AGM marketing did not exist. Yeah. Natural Slim was a baby yeah, in yeah. diaper stages. Yeah. Like we all had all these dreams and we had a potential. And you heard us and you acknowledged us and you motivated us and inspired us. But we got to work, right? Like it's, it's, it was a repetition of that. It was repetition yeah. every single day for a long time. Now, there was a lot of downs. Of it's course. all part of it. That, that's a Thank you for bringing it up. Yeah. Please continue. Sorry, so, that's so, an important so point. you're going to have like moments in which the world feels like it's falling apart. Yes. Uh, you might have an employee that betrays you. Uh, somebody tries to steal your products and um, suddenly you see a competitor that is actually doing the exact same thing. Uh, you get a hater out there. You get problems. It happens as part of this particular journey yeah. of repetitions, right? So just to be clear, I don't. I haven't succeeded. I'm going to get started though, by the way. Like, I, I will get started. You said that. I, I will. I, on camera, I said it. Andrea, I bought True Story, yeah. right? Yeah. I have invested in things because obviously I'm successful financially. Yes. So I have no limitations to buy myself shit yeah. that is supposed to make things easier. Yes. Right? So I, I invested on this thing called Tonal. Okay. It's a machine. Is the mirror the one it's on a, the wall? It's, 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 a, it's not a mirror. It's a computer that's vertical, really yes. big. Yes, yes. That has digital weights. Yes. $4,000 machine. I, I saw right? it. I saw it. I was like, is, is it good? I haven't used it enough. I have used it about 17 times in a year. That's not good. No. It's, That's it's not good. We're right? not quite there. My kids are bullying me all the time about it. Oh, they're yeah, making huh? fun of me. Like yeah. uh, They're saying, if you, if you can't do it for yourself, do it for me, dad. You need to document the journey. Oh, my God. So anyways, I will do that. And, and, and again, my realization that I've had after the conversation we've been doing on the ride, this is it's the exact same thing that I did same. in the world of business. Same. The exact same success, just you gotta get into the mindset. Yeah. You gotta do the repetitions every day. Yeah. You gotta know that there's gonna be ups and downs. Yep. Some days you're gonna feel like, I'm not, I'm gonna, not, gonna, do I'm not gonna do it. Yeah. And then you gotta push it and do it again. Yeah. So even when you don't feel comfortable, you get out there and you do it. Because it has nothing to do about how you feel. 
is has everything to do about what you decide. Period. I feel like I need to pay for some consulting from this guy right now. <laughs> it's but, changing mindset, but, right? But right that, here. That, that is key. Like there are too many people like, how do I feel about it? who cares? That doesn't matter how you feel about it. It matters what you decided. And why never check? Like if you if your decision is determined by, or your viewpoint is determined by what you see accomplished, how will you ever change the condition? It cannot be determined by what you see. If you check your bank account to determine whether or not you are successful, you, you, are, you are doing things backwards. You are successful first, and then that will be a result. You, let me give you an example that I think clarifies it completely. Have you ever met someone that you would look at the guy and you're like, oh, this guy's a loser. Have you ever met somebody like that? Oh, yeah. I am sure. And you also met a winner. Like, you look at the guy and like, this guy's a winner. You know right away. You know right away. Mm -hmm. So it doesn't matter what the loser will do. He will lose. Period. It doesn't matter what the winner will do. He will win. So you, because he's a winner. He's not a winner because he, he is a winner. He can go into any field and win because he will win. Same thing. But once you have decided that you are that and it's completely your decision, it's not life that assigns you that, it's not uh, your school that assigns you that, co-workers, it's you. Then you act like that. I, I got to tell you though, I have expressed probably 10% of my potential. Probably 10%. Just right now, um, in, since uh, I would say August 2021, I'm starting to have a lot of fun. Uh, because volume and potential are really subjective. Volume is a quantity of energy you have, right? And the potential is the expression of it. It's subjective. If you surround yourself, listen to others, and let's say that you are like incredible, you're an incredible pilot, but you have a very tiny motorcycle, it doesn't matter. You're going to go 50 miles an hour, maybe 40. It doesn't matter, right? Because it's not the right car. But the moment you decide like, oh, no, I am that kind of a pilot and you decide to uh, experience all the emotions and the feelings of risking when you change, when you change your, you will piss off a lot of people. When you guys decide to be successful, you will piss off a lot of people. It's inevitable. It's inevitable, right? So don't expect it to be like, oh, wow, I'm successful. Life is amazing. Nothing happens. Everything is good. You ain't going to be like that. It's going to be like football. Like you want to win at the game of football. There will be uh, injury, there will be happiness, there will be sadness, there will be crying, there will be all sorts of things, but you want to play the game and you want to win, right? So that will be the experience. But once you decide that you are that, the results in, in life are a consequence, are not a confirmation, are a consequence. You are the confirmation because you decided so. If you approach it like that, you can actually win. This is so powerful. I can tell you guys that gives me goosebumps uh because it's it's you know when you when you listen to i've been talking on social media nonstop for years yes. about marketing yes right? strategies and Amazing. execution I'm, i watch him all the time i i share his post uh, i see you sometimes uh, I, i'm not on social media enough i will be but uh, uh, i see his post gotta push him this guy is doing amazing like it's when we met on the ship, and I apologize, I, I, I cut your communication. We'll go back to that. We do that to each other. It's yeah, acceptable, it's, man. It's, fine. it's between friends. But, you know, I was on the table with him and with his dad, but with him in particular. And he was telling me things about himself, right? And at that particular point in time, you had, you had shorter hair. You, you were a tiny bit more serious at that point. And we're like, you know? A lot more insecure, that's for sure. But the, the greatness, the greatness that I was looking at this guy, I was like, this guy is great. He <laughs> needs to know that. He is great. You know, it's like um, it's like you have this giant in front of you, right? You have this giant, and he's like making sure that, like, you know, I'm like this giant. Imagine, like, fucking, like, amazing, right? And and uh, you see that he doesn't know, and he, it's uh, beautiful to see. Because then, of course, you you notice, right? But but there was that point in time where I was looking, it's like. He doesn't fucking know. He's a giant. He doesn't know. It's awesome. And then, and then you're like, oh, wait a minute. I'm a giant. And then you start to move like a giant. Yeah. And, yeah. and you know, what you have around is the result. And still today, Andrea, it happens. I mean, there's a there is a um, 
a word or a sentence that it's thrown out there a lot, which is imposter syndrome. You probably heard that word, right? That yeah. that phrase. You doubt yourself, and it's all it's kind of like part of the process. So you doubt yourself along the way, and suddenly you look back and you're like, wait a second, all these people are depending on my vision and my ideas and my strategy. I I experienced that, and uh, I, I I remember you telling me things about like, oh man, well, you're so great, you have all this power because. You know, sometimes it's like when when you don't see it yourself and other people are telling you about it, it, it really makes you, wait a second, for real? Uh, yeah, I understand that. No, no, no way. No, no, no. Come on. I'm just, dude, I'm like, I got I got no evidence for you to be able to tell me that, right? Uh -huh. That certainty grows with time as you actually get good at it, yes, as you get better at it. But what I was saying... Um, which I believe is something very powerful for anybody watching this video, for anybody listening to this podcast, I cannot tell you how important this is, is that all the strategy in the world will not correct the fact that your mindset and your spiritual condition is not in shape for you to succeed. No matter what I give you as a marketing strategy, it will not help you grow. This is like trying to build a building without a foundation, that foundation needs to be in place. If you are not set up for success with the right mindset in place, with the right attitude towards yourself, attitude toward others, attitude towards life, it will all fall apart. It would absolutely come crashing down. And I cannot tell you how big that is. So I know a lot of you guys might be tuning into this because you want strategy. But listen, this is something that you got to execute on or else it's not gonna move forward, right? You gotta get yourself in the right mindset. I listened to what Andrea just said today on this particular uh, interview, and uh, you gotta execute on that particular thing and make yourself stronger. Just like I can tell you right now, we're recording this, I don't know exactly when it's gonna go live, but this is July 15, 2022. I am officially uh, stating publicly that I'm gonna get my body into the same path that I got my ability as a business uh, entrepreneur, as a marketer over the last seven years. Hell yeah. So I got to do it because it, it is a reality. It is the same exact path in anything that you want to succeed at. If you have a series of goals that you want to accomplish in your life, mm -hmm. some people call it bucket list. Some people call it like life dreams, whatever you want to call the list of items that you want to accomplish. You got to put yourself in the mindset and in the frame of mind and the path to be able to succeed. And that requires that foundation yeah. to be put in place. So repetition of those things that are going to make you successful every single day, yeah. like building a muscle yeah. every single day, doing it over and over, yeah. no matter what, right? Yeah. You got to repeat that every day. No matter how you feel it. No matter how you feel it, you got to do it over again. There's so many things that you can do. And a lot of those things that you do are going to be wrong and you're going to have mistakes and you're going to get into trouble yes. and... It's all part of it, but if you repeat this over and over, and again, if you're watching this video and you happen to be a staff member in an organization, you're an employee, and you want to grow and get yourself into more power in that organization, the same thing applies. 100%. You got to get into the mindset that you're going to end up becoming the most important asset in that organization. For sure. And you got to know, know it yeah. every single day. It's like there's... Um, there's a story, um, everybody here knows Tom Brady, right? Mm -hmm. He is um, a legend in the, in the world of sports, yeah. one of the most recognized public figures, athletes in the world, right? Well, all of you guys that are not into sports, you might not know the story. The fact that he was almost entirely missed by six rounds of the NFL teams trying to find quarterbacks and players, Five full rounds went by with 32 players every single round, and Tom Brady was not looked at. So and nobody really got interested in him. And then talk about the mindset, right? Mindset this guy has. I'm not a fan of the Tampa Bay Bucks, just to be clear. I'm a Dallas Cowboys fan. You see it on my, on my desk. It's, you can love me or hate me for it. I don't care. That's my team. Uh, but I'm a fan of the mindset of this winner because, like Andrea said, Winners are winners, losers are losers. Well, there's a documentary that uh, they they did uh, about Tom Brady, and it's called um, it, it's on Hulu, and it's um, what is it called? 
you can look it up. Tom Brady documentary. There's like, um, I think it's about 10 episodes. And he's telling the story about his draft. And the owner of the Patriots, his name is uh, Kraft. Forgot his first name. This is the guy, every single NFL owner is a billionaire. They're all billionaires, right? Very, very successful people. So he gets drafted by the sixth round, in the sixth round, by the New England Patriots. You're talking about the guy that has seven Super Bowls, mm -hmm. which is basically three more than any other quarterback in history, yeah. right? Which is insane. Uh, a winner in different teams, quite something. So Robert, Robert Kraft is his name. I, forgot, I remember the name. He goes and he meets the guy. Tom Brady is his skinny dude that, you know, he doesn't look like he has a, a, a football body at all. He's way taller than Robert Kraft. And he goes and he shakes his hand and he tells him, thank you for drafting me. I promise you, I will show you I am the best decision that you ever made. Talking about a guy picked in the sixth round, talking to the owner of the New England Patriots with the level of confidence, knowing already winner mentality that he's going to end up being the best decision that that team ever made tells you what it takes now i'm not trying to compare anybody with tom brady just giving you an example of what it takes to be a champion to be a winner to succeed in life you take away that mindset tom brady goes into that draft feeling like a loser he goes into it feeling like well i'm gonna try to succeed and see if i can make it in this sport he wouldn't have written the story that he did it's true so it, it's very little luck, and it's a lot of, like, getting into that mentality to succeed. and Persistence. Having that persistence and that renaissance is so powerful. I like very much the story that you described. I like when, uh, when I'm talking with, uh, with teams uh, in organizations, I like to spread the concept of a wow culture. So imagine that you have a team where there are many staff members. Normally, the idea is to deliver a great service and exchange to customers and make sure that they got an incredible exchange. And that's very fair and it's very right. Um, sometimes, in, uh, in, not in your organization, I, I see the harmony that is here. It's a pop, like you can touch it, like it's amazing. Thank you. But I talk uh, to, to staff members about the wow culture. The wow culture is in order to easily deliver an incredible product and service to the customers outside and in order to become really incredible in your post if your game is to deliver to the next person in line something that is so good that when he receives it the guy that receives it inside it was like wow that's amazing you're creating that type of momentum in the organization if the salesperson sells the customer so well that when he goes into delivery or finance for that matter it's so well done that I guess like, wow, it's amazing. Then you're doing, you're creating that renaissance uh, in the group and you're building this. Everyone wants to create a winning mentality for the group. So it's not just the owner or the leader that spearhead the concept of winning, but it's everyone is, is pushing that same concept. And it's beautiful. If you're a staff member, you're so important in, uh, in your group, in your company. Absolutely. It's, uh, it's incredible. We have done recently a survey in uh, one of my companies um, and uh, uh, through a company of, of a friend of mine, it's called uh, Amazing Workplace. It's great. Sean Hollingfield, he is an amazing, he's a genius. He had a company called uh, uh, TTC and uh, it was a legal company. He sold it for $400 million, <laughs> beautiful sale. And he then decided to create this company for, um, to help companies become the best version of themselves internally. So I wanted to survey my staff, but I wanted to do it not me, I wanted to right. somebody else, anonymous and so on. So we got a very high percentage of satisfaction. So we got awarded the, the badge of Amazing Workplace. And we also have a list of things to do better, to create more of a wow culture, to become, to train the group to become the best version of itself. Uh, so I think that it always continues. It's like you have a good group and you can make it. Wow. I love it. Everything. Yeah. I love it. Very inspiring. Everybody inspiring everybody else, uh, motivating every, every, each other to be, be great. Yeah. That's what makes a, a group very special. Yeah. So anyways, going back to the story that we started about half an hour ago. Yeah. You know, we do get distracted. Yeah, you know, it it's, it's normal between us. Yeah. Uh, you were telling us about the period between 2020 yeah. and now and what you've been up to. And um, we started talking about Renaissance and you started talking about that period that um, obviously was a tough period, very 2020. So. Mm -hmm. Yeah, very much so. Well, that period was, was a tough period for, for, for everyone. Mm -hmm. For everyone, uh, it forced to create different solutions, 
which, which has been implemented. The team really came together. And then when everything was more than fine, um, I decided to move on as I wanted to create, um, I wanted to paint a different picture. I wanted to create in a different direction. So in 2020, end of 2021, uh, I'm sorry, August, so it's not quite the end. Um, I took over a marketing firm, or a business development firm, um, that uh, start, my wife started. So there was another partner, I took it over, and then I, and then I took it over in 100%. We were 10 staff member when we started. We ended the year, the, the 2021 year, I think it ended with $350,000 wow. earning, like whatever. Now, uh, and then I took it over uh, by February, 2022, between January and February 2022, we broke twice seven figures. Wow. And we are 100 staff members now. Wow. We opened an office in DR and so on. And um, and the concept that, that I challenged myself with is how hard it is, how hard is it to really have, you know, a three, 400 people company and, and you know, my, my target for this year with this particular business is to break $20 million. And I have a, an idea of how to do it, right? And it's really fun to do it. I enjoy it, playing the game. And, um, and I enjoy having people that want to play the game with me. Um, but I'm not doing it for the money. I'm doing it for the Renaissance. Absolutely. I really, I'm doing it for the Renaissance. Absolutely. We have a TV show also. We have a film production company, uh, which is called the Serendipity Group. And we have a TV show on Hulu right now. It's called The Woman of the Movement. You told uh, me about that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, we didn't get nominated for the Emmy. But we were, we were amongst the TV show that were at least potentially uh, have a nomination. We didn't get it this year. I got to watch year. it. Next I haven't year. watched it yet. We're going to get it next year. Next year, we're going to get it. We're doing season, season two. Season two. And then we have a couple of other TV Serendipity. shows. Serendipity. Everybody watch it. I need to watch it too. Uh, the company is called Serendipity Group. The TV show is called Woman of the Movement. You can check it out on, on Hulu. It's beautiful. It's a story about Woman civil, of the movement. civil rights. The story about Emmett Till. Uh, very touching story. Part of uh, the American culture very much. And it's a story that is not quite known enough. Um, and then we have a couple of other shows that we are working on. Um, we are launching a cream, uh, having done a lot of work for Sephora. It's obviously a space that I love and I really enjoy. Uh, that That's done with Carrie Kasem, the daughter of Casey Kasem. Absolutely. Yeah, uh, and she's amazing. She's, she's amazing. Oh, she's gorgeous. And a few other projects like that. But mainly right now I'm trying to see uh, how much renaissance can I create how fast can I create it? How much meaning can be put into life? Um, I love it. And yeah, and how much enjoyment can one take out of it? It's really important, by the way, being able to enjoy what you do, right? Mm -hmm. So much time spent working every day that might as well enjoy it and have fun while doing it. Oh yeah, absolutely for sure. So, Andrea, you do. I know you. You had you managed some massive marketing campaigns. You've done a lot of branding mm -hmm. for the ones that have. Uh, uh, brands that they want to take to another level. Mm -hmm. um, they want to do some improvements on their branding. They want to create some sexy campaigns. Mm. What are things that you're observing is working on this particular environment since I know you got a lot of data in that area? So two things I would say that are quite relevant. The first one is, um, is understanding um, which kind of perception in the public will trigger purchase. Normally people, when they try to do the analysis, they try to find what people are looking for, what people want. And that, that's very expensive in the, in the acquisition, and I wouldn't advise to go in that direction. What you need to find out is what motivates a want. To give an example, let's say that you're selling a shake to lose weight. That's the example that I usually do, mostly because it's, it's a campaign that we have done, and so it's an easy example. Which I do, by the way. Which you do. Mm -hmm. So what does the person that purchased that product wants to lose weight? Wants to look skinny and so on. And, and that's obvious and that's easy to find out and so on. But you need to dig a little bit deeper than that. And you need to find out, but why? So, well, you know, it's, it's because and you do it by survey. You, you need to talk with people. You need to find a way to communicate because there is nothing that better than talking with the guy. So you ask the guy, so, but why? Or the girl. And uh, the girl says, well, you know, because I feel better if I lose weight, it's healthier, it's just better. Well, but 
That's probably not the reason. Why is it better? And then he's like, well, because it looks sexier. I feel more confident. My husband looks at me again. Yeah. It's like, oh, well, that's like, you're very close to the reality, right? So but why, why, what happened with the husband, right? Because there you see that there is a, a little tick. And you say, well, because I want, and you see that the person has to look for the answer. It's not right there. The person's like, well, because I want my husband to look at me the way he was looking at me five years ago or however, however much, or my partner, my fiance, whatever. And I was like, oh. So now you can create a type of marketing that is really based on what motivates the want. is way better. The conversion is higher. It's less expensive. The ideas that you create are better. And people have, make also this mistake. They create ideas and then drive the campaign based on the idea they created when it's the opposite. First, there is the analysis and the collection of information, and it's on that that you create the idea. I love it. They usually do inverted, so it's very expensive. I love it. So images, copy, video, landing pages, all of it can be based on this particular want that people... What motivates a want. What motivates them, right? Yeah. What they're trying to get back to, maybe something that they miss, maybe something that you, you have to research the, that. The message is that, not uh, the clickbait, not uh, the way to get the attention. The attention is on something that they agree on. The message is on something that motivates the want. So to, to make a different example, um, I was doing a campaign uh, years ago for a water filter firm. The least sexy thing that you can do is, is water filter. Absolutely. There, there is that and a couple of other markets that are really not sexy. Yeah, replacing roofs. For replacing example, roofs. Not really yeah, sexy. <laughs> not sexy at all. So, um, but uh, if you're selling it in homes, then the target is obviously mothers or, or wives. And uh, if you do a little bit of survey, which I'm going to spare you the, the, the questions, they are most interested about children. And the most important thing is the health. Absolutely. So if you want to create something that attracts the attention, then you write something like stop poisoning your children or are you still poisoning your children? And uh, if you live in Chicago and you are showering, you're having your children take a shower, you're poisoning them, right? So they're like, holy cow, and they're become interested. The message then can communicate to what motivates the want. The, the attention is already there and you need to grab it. But then the message can be on what motiva motivates a want. I was in a campaign for a, no a, charity, a charity company, firm, and uh, they were sending mailers. In, and as you can imagine, 99.9% of the mailers were trashed, not even open, right. right? So you can see right now that it's a very key component for those of you, and he preaches it all the time, that you can have the best product, the best message in the world, but if the guy doesn't open the envelope, You can gift him a million dollars. There can be a check for a million dollars. But if he doesn't perceive the value, he's going to trash it, right? Same thing in your ads, and that's why you guys do such an incredible job. So in that particular example, I wrote on the envelope, throw me away, I'm used to it. <laughs> oh, my God. So I am opening it. up that. And so there, they I, open. I guarantee you I will open up that yeah. piece of mail. That, that actually is brilliant marketing. I love it. Yeah, so th that's mm -hmm. the concept, right? You need to have the, the attention. You do a seminar recently, I saw it when like thumb stopping ads mm -hmm. to really help people to understand how do you create things that are like, the person is like, oh, mm, they need to do it, right? That's right. That's needed to create attention. Then the message to convert needs to be based on uh, what will motivate a want. And the second point, which is simpler, is do a marketing that is aligned to where you're at. If you are a beauty company and you look at the marketing that Sephora is doing, you're doing the wrong thing. Like, it's not going to work for you. You don't have the branding value, the resources, the ability to, you know, do a bunch of other things that will all together create the outcome that you want. So you need to uh, compare yourself to brands that are in the same size, that are they have the same resources or they're about, and, um, and get inspired by what these other guys are doing. Which, by the way... I might add, in case you haven't seen me talk about that in the past, if you wanted to do exactly what Andrea just said right now, information is available. You can go to Google and you can type in Facebook ad library. And once you go in there, the first thing that shows up is the Facebook ad library. This is the world of social media advertising at your fingertips. 
Facebook and Instagram. So you, you do some research. So you look at Amazon and you look at Google and you look at different websites and you find brands that are comparable to you. Yep. Don't look at Sephora. That's not who you are, right? Like if you look at, for example, Natural Slim, we did $45 million in revenue last year. Well, amazing. Thank you. Herbalife did $5 billion. Am I going to compare myself with them? Not necessarily, right? So you got to look at something that is comparable yeah. to you and who you are. And if you want to get inspiration, you can easily go to a place like that. There's actually other websites that would even give you what's happening on TikTok advertising. Yeah. And you can search for what other brands are doing. What is their messaging? How are they capturing attention? How do they write their copy? What call to actions they use? What videos? What images? And you can get a feel for it. They also call that reverse engineering other brands and what they're doing. What the men said. So you can definitely execute on that. So Andrea, going back to the example, which I, I, by the way, I think this is a powerful segment. This is like gold right here. That's why I believe you're one of the smartest marketers out there. Too kind. And I have a problem with you not doing enough content. And we're <laughs> going to have to talk about that. You know, you're not the only one. My team is like, what are you doing, man? But I'll tell you why I'm not. I'll tell you why I'm not. And then you give me your okay. YouTube, okay? Okay. Okay. Oh, you want me to tell you? No, no, no. no. Let, let me finish this. And yeah. I want to know. I really want to know. Yeah, I want to know. I'll okay. I'll see if I, if I, if I'll allow it. I'll tell you the truth. Because you would conquer the world oh, with your ability to communicate. It's quite unique, right? You guys can see from Andrea. But let me just, let's, let's get this example out, yes. right? So by the way, the example of the postcard, do, uh, go ahead and throw me out. I love that, right? Capture the attention. But once they open it, the messaging is going to have to be that thing that they are, they're, they're really... Motivates a want. It motivates that want, right? So on the example of the water filter, yeah. right? You talked about how you know, you're poisoning your children. Yep. On social media, you have to adjust the language yeah, because sure. Facebook and Instagram will not allow you to say, are you about to kill your children? Of course. They're not going to allow you that, but you can play with the words and you can say something like, um, the, con uh, the, the state of Michigan might be poisoning... Uh, it's children. I can tell you. I can tell you a strategy that is amazing. Would you like to? I, I want you to tell me the example. Yeah. Once you capture the attention, because yeah. that will capture my attention. Yeah. Right. Like, let's say that uh, I live in Safety Harbor, yeah. Safety Harbor, Florida. Yeah. Let's say that I see an ad that says Safety Harbor is poisoning. Yeah. Dramatic its citizens. level of chemicals in the water. It's out of control. Record-breaking numbers. True, da, 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 right? Da, right. Whatever is, is Whatever you is look true. at the real data. Yeah, yeah. And it's going to grab my attention, of course, because I'm interested in the health of my kids. Of course, I don't want to kill my kids. Nope. I want to make sure that they're healthy mm -hmm. and they're good. Right. Like I care more about their health than I care about my own health. Absolutely. That's the way it is. Right. Yeah. So it's going to pull me in. Now, once you pull me in, mm. give me an example of how would you position that message and just for, sure. for these guys over here watching this they're like okay god i got it i'm gonna do attention grabbing thumb stopping capture the attention yep. water filter company what would you do on this attention grabbing mm -hmm. there so uh let me explain that so it's 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 a very interesting topic and let's stay on the on the water filter because it's such a hard topic that if you can get it with the water filter you can get it with anything so the first thing that you need to do then is if you have a product that is comparable to others um, in get, after you got the attention, you need to make sure that the person perceives that you are different. All the marketing normally in the first phase is to change existing ideas. Guys, if you can remember this one, change existing ideas. Because the guy is already thinking something about filters. You just need to change it so he thinks what you want him to think. There is the general perception that you change the idea of someone by giving him information. That is not true. You can tell the guy, hey, yes, this is occurring in uh, Safety Harbor. You should buy my water filter because it's better and it works amazing and your children will be fine. And you know what happens. You will not believe it. It's not going to happen. You'll be like, yeah, no. And they just want my money. The attitude is going to be like, he just wants to sell me something. Correct. Mm -hmm. So you can't do it with information. You can do it with emotion. So we're going to steal a page from uh, Hollywood. And, and that's how we did it. In Hollywood, movies are written in a very technical way based upon creating an emotional response in the audience. It's, it's technical. It's not random. It's not, oh, I got inspired and I'm writing a story. It's not. It has a specific curve that follows a certain emotional path. This emotional path 
in uh, in the audience makes the audience constantly discover some truth about the story. It's not that the the, the screenwriter tells the audience, the audience discover it through emotions. So in the specific case of the specific example mm-hmm. of, uh, of the water filter. Of the boring water filter. Water water filter. Uh, here's what we did. Um, there was, it started with uh, um, the name of, of a girl and a photo of the girl, which w- actually happened. She had incredible rushes all over the body. And the father of that girl did not know what to do about it because she, she, he took her to the hospital to be um, helped, but her skin was very fragile and the skin is the biggest organ that we have. And she kept having rushes. Then he had the water analyzed and he found out like, wow, the levels are not good. Maybe an adult can kind of withstand it, but the child is not good. So he, he bought a water filter and the situation didn't quite handle. So he was a, like just a workman in a factory. He wasn't like a rich dude, etc. He was like, I need to fix this thing. So he started to write on Facebook to get some engineers help. And thank God there was somebody that responded. And they together started to build a water filter. And it, was, it, looked, like, like, it looked like this table, like it was gigantic, the first one in the garage. And they plug it in. And finally, the, the daughter started to do better. You know, there was a picture showing the daughter that finally did better. And then more people asked him, can you please build a water filter? We did the same, but we still have a problem with our child. So they built three or four, very big and very clunky. Um, and then the news started to go out. And so a company uh, connected with them and says, hey, we will help you patent it. It was gonna be your patent. We wanna license it and we wanna distribute this, this this way of doing things that you have discovered. And and so the company became very big and, and very powerful. Now, we are in the business of creating a healthier life for our children. So if you would like to test for yourself the water at your place, we're going to send for free a test at your house, and you're going to test it for yourself and see if your children are safe or not. So by telling you a story, I brought you through a discovery that this product I am selling you is really working. It's not just a random other thing. I told you how it happened, but I didn't tell you. It's amazing. It filters all these particles. I didn't give you information. I told you a story. So now you know that this product is different. We're not quite there yet for the conversion because now you need to discover that you do have a problem to solve. That's why I'm sending you for free Correct. test at home. Absolutely. So now you're going to do your test and you're going to find out that you do have a problem. Right. And it's a similar concept that we have succeeded with in our brand, Natural Slim, because my father developed uh, a metabolism Total test. Total genius. Yes. Metabolism test yes. to help somebody discover that their metabolism is not operating at yes. the level that it should be operating. Yes. Now, let me guarantee you somebody. So let me guarantee you something. Nobody's going to get 100% of that test. Of course. Pretty much nobody. So everybody's going to understand, wait a second, I don't have my full potential. So developing something like that is something that is going to be crucial for any brand, especially um, a brand like that, a water filter. This is the way it's going to have to be, right? Like you offer a free analysis, a free consultation, a free something, something so you can actually bring them into your world and convince them that you got what it takes to help them solve that problem. Yeah, yes. I I would like to say, I would like to give a specification because it's plenty of... uh, uh, what we call lead magnets in our space. It's something that I give you so you give me your data Correct. and so on and so forth. Um, I would like to invite uh, the audience to think about lead magnet in the sequence with a slight modification. So the purpose of the first thing is to grab attention, and we got that. Second, you need to understand through communication that what you are selling is different. So it's not comparable. So comparison needs to be taken out of the way. Then the guy needs to discover that he has that problem, need, and so on and so forth. And you can know, you would know what lead magnet to create if you understand what motivates a want. That's right. So if you create a lead magnet that is around what motivates a want, the guy will discover that he has the problem. And the third uh, section would be to find out what do you need to do uh, to satisfy external barrier. 
So I might want to buy the water filter, but uh, my husband, my wife, my cousin, my friend might say it's a stupid idea. So you need to handle that one too in the process, which, which is the, the last portion. Right. But when you create a lead magnet, do it with the viewpoint not to explain what you have or, gi or give something useful. Do it with the viewpoint to the fact that the guy needs to discover that he has a problem. Right. I love it. So that's absolutely amazing stuff right there. I like the uh, taking a page out of Hollywood storytelling. I am all in with that concept because I believe information is something more in the era of infomercials that were not in that era anymore in sure. which people would put in themselves in front of a camera and just talk about how awesome their products were mm -hmm. and try to get enough people to buy their products. Mm -hmm. Social media platforms are amazing platforms for storytelling. Yeah and for capturing people's attention. So you guys got it right there. You attention grabbing, bring them in, and then present a solution to their want, right? Motivate that want, yeah. right? Correct. Fantastic, Andrea. So you were gonna tell me why you're not putting up content as much as you should. Tell me. I tell you. Um, reason number one, there needs to be, why are you putting out content? Like for example, I share with my friends and so on, a lot of your content, because it's, why do I need to recreate it? It's perfect. Why do I need to do it? I love yours, right? So, you know, I need to find something that is like, oh, this is great. No, but thank God he's doing all the work. So I This just, is not a paid promotion, by the way. No, 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 it's true, it's true, it's true. But, but, but it's true. Like I look at, at, uh, at Manuel, it's like, oh, this is so good, so genius. So I share that because it makes sense to me, right? That's what I would do. Like uh, if I find the best that is available, why, why would I? Why would I do it? <laughs> like, I'm humbled. No, no, that. of course. But he's the best. So uh, obviously I tell my friends and so on, like, hey, you need to go with this guy. He's amazing. Um, and, so, and so the fact of creating content cannot be adding to the noise. I don't want to. Like, it would be not in my philosophy. So recently I found something that, to me, it's worth doing. Very recently, after a lot of thinking that is worth doing that I have my heart in it and I believe that I will probably execute on it. I, I tell you what it is. Um, I want to do a show uh, that is called Extreme Business um, and is all about fear. It's all about going past fear, which is what stops most entrepreneurs from creating a renaissance is fear. So I want hmm. to create activities that are all connected to fear, um, jumping from a plane, uh, going to do survival things. They're all connected to the fact that you need to physically do an action that, go, that pushes you past fear, because I believe that if I can help someone do that, his life will be better. And, and so that motivates me enough to you know, go talk about business, talk about the business of skydiving, to help them creating a funnel or whatever. I don't really care, uh, but, but I enjoy the fact that I can get other entrepreneurs with me and they do physically something that forces them to change their mind from, I'm not gonna do it, I'm afraid to, fuck it, I'm jumping, and they jump. Because fear is only on the plane, is not when you're jumping. It's on the plane, it's when you're sitting. It's that moment, right? It's when you're sitting. Once you're already on the air, you're going. it's gone and you're like, whoa. It's amazing, right? yeah. So it's, it's that move, that little, step that is a quantum leap in the life of a person yeah. which is don't stop it yeah yeah it's applicable to any area uh you're a scuba diver for example you name it before you get in the water some i can tell you at the beginning yeah uh when you're you're learning about scuba diving before yeah. you actually get in the water you're yeah. terrified yes especially if you know there's sharks and other things are in there yep. but once you dive in there you're in and you're perceiving the space and you're like wait a second this is amazing yeah. it's gone right so it's quite something it's applicable so i love the concept of making somebody jump from one point to another one and yeah. opening up the door for them it wasn't that bad after all right is it like oh i did it yeah and then the concept is like well continue i can keep going here is on the plane here's on the plane i love it andrea um when you're having fun Time passes by fast. It's, it's been true. over an hour here. Really? Yeah, oh, it's wow. crazy. Wow. Uh, it felt like 10 minutes, it really but did. it's because we enjoy talking to each other. Very and much so. It's been a pleasure having you here. Uh, I really, really want to thank you for taking the time to visit with, with us here. Uh, I, if people want to connect with you, uh, if they want to know more about what you're doing, if they want to contact you, and I know you have 
you're building some great things. You have a production company. You have a marketing company. You have all these things going on that I highly recommend any any of you guys want to connect with Andrea. You do. How can they contact with uh, connect with you? They can go on Instagram. They can go at Mr. D'Agostini, uh, or they can use info at monarchy.io, and you know one of one of my guys will definitely forward me the communication. We, I also like you do uh, do a lot of helping people. So I. I take a few hours every week and I try to help people, just random people that send me questions. I do, I just want to help. I know you do. I've seen it for years and I appreciate that brother. You have helped a lot of people. Thank you. So again, um, follow Mr. Andrea Diagostini, Mr. Diagostini on Instagram and um, monarchy.io yeah. for visiting his website. Yep. All right. Thanks for tuning in. I'll see you guys in the next one. Andrea, love you, brother. Thank you, guys. Thank we'll you do it again. Much. Of right. course. Thank you. If you're enjoying this content, please go ahead and subscribe. Help me comment below and let me know if you have any questions about marketing. And I, I'm on a mission to help as many of you as possible conquer the marketing world. So help me out. Subscribe. Hit that button. Hit that bell. Get notified. Go ahead and subscribe right now.